This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. In the uh, same way that it matters how you vote, it matters how you spend your money when you're putting it out there in the economy. Every chance you get to buy American, I mean, really buy American, we should all be doing so. One of the reasons I love partnering with companies is because I can find the companies like Grip6. Grip6, you're getting the true American experience, products that you can count on, products that are made here in America for the express reason of bringing manufacturing back. They make belts, wallets, their socks, for instance. If you buy their socks, they are great. American ranchers are supported. They raise the specially bred sheep that produce the modern wool. American manufacturers wash the wool, process it, weave it into socks. These are great, great products, great products. And they're all here in America. So buy with a mission to make things better in America. Check out Grip6 Socks right now. Grip6.com slash Beck. That's Grip6.com slash Beck. Welcome to Monday. Wow, what a coincidence. Here we are at the middle of a beginning of an energy crisis. And tomorrow, the Department of Energy, the U.S. government, is is going to announce an exciting breakthrough on uh, fusion energy. Oh, this is so exciting. I can't wait to tell you about it in 60 seconds. First, Sarah wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She said, I used to ride horses all the time, but I got to the point where the pain in my hands were so bad, I could barely hold the reins. But after a short time of taking Relief Factor, my hands are working again and I'm able to ride. I'm going to give the gift of Relief Factor to my niece and nephew for Christmas as well. It has worked so well for me. I've been telling all my friends and family just how much it's done in my life. Relief Factor is not a drug, so it won't space you out. It was developed with four key ingredients that will fight inflammation, which is the source of most of our pain that we deal with and also most of the problems in our body. 
the three-week quick start available for $19.95. It's a trial pack. And hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. So order Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. 1-800-4-RELIEF or relieffactor.com. Well, we say good morning to my executive producer, uh, Stu Brigier. Hello, Stu. Glenn, very excited we've solved all of our energy problems. All of our energy problems are solved. Now, let me read this. A report teasing a breakthrough in the search for viable nuclear fusion. What is the difference between fission and fusion? Um, Fusion uh, or fission, we have nuclear power plants. They can go out of control. You need the control rods and everything else. If that goes bad, it goes really bad. Fusion, however, just stops. So... You can stop it at any time. And, well, I'll get into it later. In the past two weeks, according to reports, scientists at a federal facility in California, not a private facility, but a federal facility in California, were able to produce more energy than the amount of energy put into the experience using uh, experiment using laser beams to ignite a fusion reaction with a small amount of hydrogen plasma this net energy gain which has eluded physicists for decades was achieved at the Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory and signals the emergence of a technology that could become a zero carbon alternative to fossil fuels comma Though the scientists stress that fusion power stations are decades away from becoming a reality. People inside and outside of the scientific community celebrated the news, though with a healthy dose of caution. The report offers some reason to be careful. As two of its sources said the greater than expected energy output of 2.5 megajoules of energy in an experiment using 2.1 megajoules of energy in the lasers damaged some of the diagnostic equipment. Okay, so what does that mean? It means the equipment that was diagnosing how much energy is being produced broke. So they can't be sure that it produced. Well, that's okay. We'll just do it again. Well, they did do it again. And initial diagnostic data suggests suggests another successful experiment at the National Ignition Facility. However, the exact yield, meaning how much more energy did it produce than the energy it took is still being determined and we can't confirm that it is over the threshold at the time. So in other words, the first time we couldn't measure it because it broke the second time we haven't confirmed yet that uh, it's over the threshold of the energy that we used, but celebrate. Okay. I would say, hold on. Let's not celebrate. I mean, not quite yet. What we're looking at here is fusion. If it is a reality, fusion at a very small scale, that's good. House sized or even car scale um, nuclear fusion 
would be fantastic. Remember Mr. Fusion on the uh, top of the DeLorean when Doc came back in in uh, the uh, Back to the Future 2? Fusion could mean you could run an electric car for 100,000 hours without a charge or a phone you'd need to plug in for a couple of hours once a year. Commercial planes just needing to recharge electrically once a year, no gas. We could, this could fundamentally transform everything. However, this is an odd government announcement, as you will find out here in a minute. Generally speaking, also, as a guy who likes the private sector, I don't like the idea that this is coming from the government. First of all, I don't trust the government. I don't trust. The government is in black ops all the time. Now, the other reason is because, I mean, if the lame duck Congress wanted to pass a new spending bill for organic energy, you know, before the new Congress comes, would you be for it? No, we, we, organic energy, we are on the cusp of organic. I wouldn't spend a dime with them. Uh, just like we shouldn't have spent a dime on all those solar panels. They have a tendency of doing this. If some $600,000 grant given to some no-name blah, blah, blah student from MIT resulted in repeatable nuclear fusion, okay, good. Let's, I'm, I hope this works. I hope this works. I would rather have it come from a private company than the United States government, but I'll take it from either one, quite honestly. But I don't believe it. And here's one of the reasons. I was reading a story from uh, Morgan Stanley. It is from their uh, equity research department. Equity research and they were it's a story on what's next for ESG and i read this saturday and there was a there was a just a chart um that shows what's coming between now and 2040 so this is the ESG world economic and morgan stanley chart on what's happening to curb global warming so from 2020 to 2022, they're into geoengineering and bioengineering. Those sound good. Then next year, 2023 to 2028, carbon removal and cooling techniques and science, uh, synthetic biology and synthetic foods are going to be on the table. Okay. 2023 to 2028. We're going to be go, but we're launching into synthetic foods. Oh, I didn't think we were doing. Yes, we are. Then the synthetic foods when we finally get our bug burgers. Yes. Okay. Uh, 2029 and 2034, we get the smart grid hardware and software. So the smart grid can make sure that your house is never over a temperature that the government wants it to be. Okay. Um, Also, synthetic biology and manufacturing. Then we get to 2035 and 2040. Now, remember, this is a Morgan Stanley chart based on World Economic Forum, what they're planning on doing. Hmm. Between 2035 and 2040, 
Fusion reactors provide baseload power. Now, this stuck out to me when I read this on Saturday because I was like, wow, didn't know we had fusion reactors. That's pretty quick. Um, yeah, and then the next day I read that we're going to announce tomorrow we have fusion, a uh, possibility of fusion. Even though it's decades away, the World Economic Forum says in 2035 we'll have fusion reactors which will provide base load power. They are counting on fusion reactors providing the baseline of the power for the world. And then they're also going to be working on disease vector re-engineering. Uh, re so that'll be good. We'll have more Wuhans out there. That'll be fantastic. Hmm. So what do you think? I look at that chart and say one of three things. First one, I don't believe that we've had fusion power for a long time and the evil oil companies have kept it at bay. I don't believe that. Two, they, uh, they're just lying to you. <laughs> and uh, there's nothing with fusion reactors, nothing going on there. I don't believe that one. The third one is we are close to fusion. We are close. But close is like, I think Jesus is returning. Yeah, that could be in a couple of years. That could be in a thousand years. But we're close. Fusion, we're close. But what does that mean? What they're doing is, I believe, and I hope I'm wrong. What I believe they're doing is they believe they're close. And so they're just telling you, oh, look how close we are to give you hope that we're not going to have energy problems and all starve to death because of this crazy uh, climate change policy. They're giving you hope that, oh, no, 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 we're going to have baseline power in 10 years and America is going to be the one. So rah, rah, America. I think they are bluffing. They are counting on it. They are hoping for it. But they don't act. They don't believe it. They don't believe it. And I don't believe it. I hope I'm wrong. Back in just a second. Christmas is upon us, and if you want to get the Tuttle Twins books in time for Christmas, you should. The deadline is fast approaching. These are really good books that should be under every, every person who has a child or a grandchild should have these books under the tree. Tuttle Twin books are not just books. They open up interesting discussions about things that really matter for your kids' futures as well as our country. Some teachers and some books in school focus on activism instead of education. No. Yes. And the Tuttle Twins fight that. They fight bad ideas with good ones. You know why we're losing right now? You know why we're losing? Because China has the model. And all of our big business and all of our politicians will say China is the model. No, China isn't the model. And they'll say, yeah, I know, we don't want the death camps. So we'll do China light. You don't win with a light version of something bad. 
This is what the Tuttle Twins offer your children. They offer new ideas, ideas that have been tried and work that prompt new ideas and new growth. It's the American principle and the American idea. If you want these books in time for Christmas, get free shipping. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Enter the coupon code CHRISTMAS before Wednesday night. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Code CHRISTMAS for free shipping. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So, Glenn, what would the reason be for them to be faking confidence or overconfidence in their ability to develop fusion technology? What's the, what's the point of that? Okay, let me just give you some headlines. Biden administration will ban fossil fuel use in new federal buildings by 2030. No fossil fuel use in federal buildings by 2030. Jeep lays off uh, 1,350 workers at an Illinois plant, citing the rising costs of electric vehicle production. Um, Try this one. Deportation of criminal illegal aliens way down under Biden. The price of wholesale goods jumps more than expected as inflation persists. Report Pentagon worries Russian released in prisoner swap swap may return to arms trafficking. Uh, China and Saudi Arabia signed strategic partnership as uh, President Xi visits the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. There's nothing but bad news on the horizon. There is nothing. We have said for a long time, I've said, where is the president that will point to the sky and say, we are going to the moon and return a man within the decade? That gives America, especially a collective version of America, hope. This is hope. Hope and belief in your country because your country is the one that has funded it and has pioneered it and we're leading the world. I think this is brilliant strategy. Well, they certainly isn't uh, Jennifer Granholm going to be there like this is an administration event. Oh yeah, no, like, no, no. Quite Jennifer, clearly. she's the one announcing it tomorrow. Right, that's what I mean. That's so that they are they are putting that together. That certainly supports that. And to your point of it, maybe they are making some progress. Maybe they believe they're close, and this is the way to draw in industry, uh, public, public fund, private partnerships, and including financing in future bills. This they'll is, throw money at this as this well. This is the Manhattan Project. Okay, and we can debate that, but the way this is being done, I believe, I believe this is they are creating a Chinese style partnership government program. They need to lie to us to get there instead of saying we believe this can be done and it can be done if we combine the money and the ingenuity of DARPA. And the money and the engineering uh, required from the private sector. We want to work together like they did, you know, with McDonnell Douglas and everything else for the moonshot. Mm -hmm. Instead, they are lying to us and saying, look, I think we found it. Now we got to 
funnel money into it. That's what this is going to be, announcement of a giant program tomorrow. By the way, in some of the stories, it will actually state that a significant amount of money from the uh, Inflation Reduction Act has already gone in to the fusion research. Oh, really? Oh, re- wow. I thought we were Psychic. reducing inflation with that act. No, mm-hmm. no, no, okay. no, no, okay. no, no, no. New technology. Well, it's important to have moonshots. This actually reminds me of one of Joe Biden's other moonshots we can check on the progress on right now. Yeah, uh, has JoeBidenCuredCancer.com. If you go there, you can check. At any point during your day, has Joe Biden cured cancer, as he promised during the campaign? Yeah, he said, no, no, no joke. He prefaced it with no joke. No joke. No We're going to cure cancer if I'm elected. Right. He was elected. He was elected. So there he is. He's the president of the United States. Has he cured cancer? Has Joe Biden cured cancer? No. No. Cancer still exists as uh-huh. of this day. So here's, this is a great example. I believe we're going to cure cancer. I think we could cure cancer maybe by 2030, maybe earlier than that. Maybe a few years later. I'm always bad with timing. But we will cure cancer. Quantum computing will cure cancer. Quantum computing is here. It's beginning to find usefulness. When that happens, we will cure cancer. So what is he doing? He knows what I know and anybody who talks to futurists or, mm-hmm. you know, reads futurists, you know that is coming. So what is he saying? The government, with me as president, the government will cure cancer. So taking credit for essentially That's these advancements that were coming anyway. I believe fuse this announcement mm-hmm. is. We're close. We just got to double our efforts. But the secret is they are counting They are, according to the World Economic Forum, they are counting on fusion providing the base load by 2035. So in 12 years, by the way, that's a decade and two years when scientists warn us in the stories today that even if this is accurate, which we don't know, it will take decades to be able to build a fusion power plant. Decades. Uh, what do we do in the meantime? What, what are those federal buildings going to do without any fossil fuel in 2030? How are you going to pa- uh, power? I am fine for freezing those people out. Do we have another shuttle of coal? Absolutely not. Do you want to destroy the planet? Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Scrooge. I'm fine with all federal buildings not having the power. Oh, their computers are down? Oh, shoot. They can't get anything done? Oh, crap. Are they too cold? They want to stay home? Oh, gee. I am all for it. But what is Joe Biden planning on using for power in 2030? Seven years from today. Hmm. The Glenn Beck Program. Hey, if you own your own home and you've been looking to find a way to put some money back before the new year, 
I need to ask you something. Have you given American Financing a call? They've been saving hundreds of dollars per month, sometimes as much as $1,000 a month for the people who are calling in and using their service. Imagine what that would do for you right now. You could pay off some bills, fatten up the savings account. Imagine being able to, I don't know, buy a Christmas gift. Over 20 years now, American Financing has been helping people just like you achieve their financial potential by helping them save hundreds of dollars a month, sometimes as much as $1,000 a month. They don't work for the bank. They work for you. So they're not interested in trying to pressure you into anything. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Uh, thank you very much, Debbie. Appreciate <laughs> it. It's American Financing, AmericanFinancing.net. Today's the last day to guarantee Christmas delivery for merch. Go to glenbeckmerch.com. The code is GLEN20 to save 20%. I don't even know where to start on the Twitter thing. Um, the, the, I mean, what bothers you the most? That Twitter and the Democrats lied about censorship? That the government was involved with Twitter and censorship, that Michelle Obama pressured Twitter to ban Trump, that the media is completely silent. New York Times, Washington Post, one story in the last week. There have been several updates that have happened. And nothing on the Sunday shows except Fox. How about the FBI and CDC using a back channel with uh, Twitter? Or the internal documents that show only one Twitter employee was raising serious free speech concerns. And identified as a junior staffer, yeah. by the way. Okay, so there are three things here that uh, they should lawyer up about. First, uh, it looks like the material uh, may have been intentionally hidden or destroyed despite inquiries from Congress. Remember... Congressman said, Twitter, don't destroy anything because we're coming for an investigation. So it looks like some of the evidence has been destroyed. That's not going to go well for people. Plus, they um, they lied under oath over and over and over again. This is this is a free speech fight for the public. And most people are debating whether. Twitter is bad or good. Um, this is about the federal government being involved neck deep in censorship to me. I think so, too, because it's interesting. You read the back and forth. There is one employee. So like, hey, guys, I don't know if we should like ban a leader of the free world. Maybe this is a bad idea. There is one employee doing that. One. One. One, I mean, legitimately one single employee, a junior level staffer. In but a Slack message. In a Slack message. <laughs> just It's a comical. There's nobody there going like, hey, guys, like, don't you see how this is going to be seen by uh, half the country? <clears throat> he says, this might be an unpopular opinion, but one-off ad hoc decisions like this that don't appear rooted in policy are, in my opinion, a slippery slope and reflect an alternatively equal dictatorial problem. 
Um, he said, this now appears to be fiat by an online platform CEO with a global present that can gatekeep speech for the entire world. That seems unas- <laughs> uh, unsustainable. <laughs> it's a very nice way of saying, saying the very obvious thing. What is wrong with you? Yeah. So it's interesting because, first of all, you, you mentioned the CEO. And I don't know if Jack counts at that point because he went back and forth in that role. But yeah. I will say it does seem that Jack was out of these conversations often. It, it doesn't seem like he was the center pushing point for a lot of this stuff. And uh, he was, I mean, in this one, he was on vacation phoning into meetings, they say. Mm. So we'll see how that plays out if we get as we get more information. But he doesn't seem to be the, the center the center. Uh, power the, the 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 gravity of all of this he's not he seems to be occasionally involved but not necessarily involved in the day-to-day this guy yoel roth is the guy who seems to be the guy who really is behind a lot of this and they have a lot of his messages what i find interesting though is you go through them and there is a lot of conversation from twitter employees saying things like look our policies don't allow us to do this there's no justification for doing these things because Based of our, on our policies. policies. Yes. So how do we craft? <laughs> You're supposed to stop there. You're yeah. not supposed to go to the cell. But they go on <clears throat> and they say, so how do we craft a path around the policies? How do hmm. we justify this through the policies? So in other words, we all love the Constitution, but there are but, things we have to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's things we have to do. And that seems to be the constant refrain in these messages they all agreed obviously that donald trump was bad and that he needed to be removed immediately and conservatives were dangerous and all of this but they didn't do a lot about that in this period as far as banning if they couldn't come up with a way to justify the policies around january 6 that, that all went, seemed to yeah. change like they just abandoned this completely and just started because blanket justifying things. how they felt because of how they felt and, but, how, they felt. and how they felt is, is important because I think it's you could say it's how they felt because they felt Donald Trump was a danger to the country that uh, the, the, the right was was a, a horrible uh, group of people that were doing terrible things. And I think that's true. Like, I think that is part of this story part. But the other thing they felt was massive pressure from federal government employees, uh, Michelle, Michelle Obama, Obama uh, major rep- uh, people in the press that are supposed to be neutral. All of these, all of the pressure came in. A lot of these people are friends. They felt massive outside pressure to come up with a way to justify this policy or not. And so they executed it. Does that mean that they are innocent here? No, not at all. I mean, they're just, it doesn't change how you should feel about Twitter. But it should, I think, put the focus of the American people and their attention span, which is limited, to the, the people in the federal government who are starting this pressure campaign, right? It, it's in, Yes, it's interesting that some executive at Twitter was liberal and looked for a way to ban... Uh, Donald Trump or some other conservative. Sure, that's interesting. It's part of the story. But the fact that our government was getting involved, federal government and former mm-hmm. government employees. Oh, as as early as I mean, as late as last week, Elon Musk fired the guy yeah. who was involved in the Trump setup of the Russiagate. He, the, the, that FBI agent was still filtering and possibly deleting things 
covering up the FBI's involvement in Twitter as as late as last week. And that's far more important. Right? Oh, yeah. It's far it's more important that this stuff was going on outside because, look, there are a lot. They're going to have their defenses on whether they ban people or not, whether it fits policy or not. How big of a of a violation is that? Look, it, it, it could get punished, but it might not be that serious. The First Amendment specifically uh, deals with federal government influence. I mean, it specifically means uh, talking about laws, but it does have, I think, a direct line, direct line from federal government employees and former oh, yeah. employees. Oh yeah, uh, pressuring oh, to the White House. To, they said right, it. Yeah, they said it. They bragged about it. Yes, they, they bragged about it at the time. And and the media was so on their side on this stuff that it never got any critical treatment. Right. It but shows CDC, FBI, White House, all of them, all of them steering and pushing the steerage of Twitter. They had an online portal where yeah, you could say, hey, bad. this tweet you should pull down and Twitter would look at right. it. Now, is Twitter looking at that really? Are they making a are they making a no. coherent uh, analysis of what this tweet is? Yeah, actually, this particular physician is from Stanford. He's well-respected. He's a little out no. of the mainstream, maybe, of, of consensus. But, hey, you know, he still has an important voice. But Are they doing that? No. But the experts say, the federal experts say, he's not. So, so the pressure are you is more expert than the federal government's experts? Right. The pressure is making the decision. Correct. There is no decision-making. Correct. They're just adopting it. Now, of course, so, if, if Donald Trump's administration came to them and said the same thing, it would not be this way. So let me take a break, because I want to come back. And I want to ask you, why the silence from mainstream media? This is an enormous story. This is proof positive that the government is colluding to lie to you and using Twitter to do it. Why the silence? How does the press think they will get away with this? And will they? When we come back, Lisa wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough Green. She said, I have a, a disability assist dog, precious English black lab, and I want to take the best care of her I can. She loves her food with Rough Greens in it. Her coat is shinier now. She does much better as, at her job these days, keeping her attention on me and my needs. Lisa, it sounds like you have a good friend and you are a good um, friend to your dog given a rough greens rough greens is not a dog food it's a supplement developed by naturopathic dr dennis black that you sprinkle on the dog's food and it has vitamins and minerals and probiotics antioxidants all that stuff if it's healthy for your dog it's most likely in rough greens dogs love it make sure your dog does they're going to send you a free trial bag just to make sure so you don't you're not out any money if your dog refuses to eat it it's roughgreens.com slash back. That's roughgreens.com slash back. They'll give you a free trial bag. You just pay for shipping. Roughgreens.com slash back or call 833-GLENN33. 833-GLEN33. Roughgreens.com slash back. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Let me um, let me tell you what all of this means here in a second from a uh, a recovering alcoholic. But let me set it up first. 
the left or the mainstream media, if you will, uh, the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Atlantic, the networks, ABC, NBC, CBS, they are not covering anything on the Twitter files. Okay. In fact, the New York Times gave space to uh, Elon Musk's critics talking about the rise of hate speech on the platform. There's not a rise of hate speech on the platform. It's gone the opposite way. The Washington Post also reported that Musk was being investigated by San Francisco authorities for creating makeshift bedrooms at Twitter headquarters for employees to sleep in. So they're smearing him. Old News, The Atlantic, CBS, NBC, ABC, zero minutes to the Twitter files. Zero uh, CNN's disinformation reporter, Ben Collins, his contribution was a tweet, a yawn emoji. Okay. So what is their strategy? This is an enormous story of collusion to usurp the Bill of Rights. This is illegal from so many different ways on the government side and they love this stuff the media usually loves internal leaked documents describing if nothing else business strategy yeah right like this is the type of thing that they would write endless features and books about so why are they not they liked the result i mean that's the only thing i can come up with okay and they like they like the continuing of this happening all over the media do they think with the approval ratings they have approval ratings now are about seven percent i think uh for uh, news Mm. organizations how do they think they're going to survive it seems like they I i think they've learned a lesson over the last few years that if they ignore stuff like you know, the Hunter Biden laptop, it goes away. And even if it mm-hmm. does eventually get covered multiple years later, you're past the point of impact. Right? Okay. You've, you've, they learned that from Clinton and Lewinsky. The whole society is running on the Clinton Lewinsky thing. Mm. It's not true. 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 Well, here are the documents. Doesn't matter. It's old news. It's old news. Okay. Um, here's here's a couple of things to think about. One. Um, To me, this says their arrogance is even higher than we might have thought. And I hope that's not with some knowledge of, don't worry, we got them anyway. Um, But somebody is saying, don't worry, it's not going to come to bite us in the butt. They're banking on that. So they no longer believe in justice in America. That's saying something. They believe they are beyond the reach of justice. When giant corporations believe there is no justice that they will have to answer to, you don't have anything anymore. You don't have you you do not have a republic or even a democracy. You've got something entirely different that looks a lot like fascism. If you're in with a government, you will not pay a price. Second thing, for all of those journalists, the people who even work the presses, anybody who is working at these institutions, be very, very careful because 
it gets you one step at a time. You overlook something and say, it's no big deal. Then it's no big deal. And it's no big deal. As you dismiss things, it gets you closer and closer to embracing things. And I think this is the embrace moment. You are now embracing government dictating what can and cannot be said. That is a losing side, unless you want to live like China. So as you accept lie after lie after lie after lie, and they get bigger and bigger and eat into what you used to believe, you used to believe that people had a right to free speech. Apply this if it was being done by Donald Trump. Would you be for it? The answer is clearly no. Some of us are against it being used by either side. I'm one of them. Trump shouldn't do it, which he didn't. Trump shouldn't do it, nor should Biden or Obama or anybody else. George Washington shouldn't do it. Thomas Jefferson shouldn't do it. This is a universal principle in America. The more you stay silent, the more you just silently accept you're not on the bench. You are actually on the field and you're on the wrong side. And when the wake up call comes, it may be too late for you to be able to change sides because your whole life will be built on lies. And as a recovering alcoholic, let me tell you something. When you base your whole life on lies, it is really hard to get out of it because you don't know if there's anything real to replace it with. You don't know how you can possibly get back. You can, <clears throat> but it's hard to believe that you can. Don't get trapped there. Get out of any kind of lies even if they're lies of just being silent. The Glenn Beck Program.